What's up, everybody? This is Doc Joe Brown, real name, no gimmicks. And this is Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Pro Pistons. That's P-R-O-P-I-S-T-O-N-S. Yo, what's up? I don't even know. I don't know if this podcast is for me or for you. It's like my therapy. Thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing me to vent. I was listening to Lil Wayne today at the gym. It was Lil Wayne day at the gym. That's what I used to get me hype. He was like, I've been fly so long, I fell asleep on a fucking plane. Dang. Bars. What are we talking about today? Debuts. Debuts. The Pistons have a lot of young players. Pause. We got Sadiq Bey. We got Saban Lee. We got Isaiah Stewart. Beef Stew. Beef Stew. That's what we call Isaiah Stewart. Pistons Twitter has already gave him the nickname Beef Stew. Beef Stew, Isaiah Stewart. And of course, the million dollar man, Killian Hayes, draft pick number seven, fresh out of Lakeland. You knew it was coming. When they said he was from Lakeland, I was like, it's just it just works too well. The Tigers, they work out in Lakeland. Most Detroiters vacation in Lakeland during spring training. I was like, oh man, we didn't Killian. Call him Destiny's Child. It was his destiny to be in Detroit. Destiny's Child. That's a good one. We might we might have Beef Stew and Destiny's Child. We already got Bay. Hey, look at that. We got Bay. We got, <laughs> we got Sadiq Bay. There we go. Sadiq Bay, Destiny's Child, and Beef Stew. Shout out Beyonce. Is Davidis Servitas a rookie? He's like fabulous. The young OG. Like he's been around, but he hasn't been playing. I don't know what Davidis Servitas is. I really don't know. He's going to be a first year veteran when he chases. He's going to be like the first year veteran. <laughs> The first year veteran of three years. Uh, anyway, that's what we got. Hey, yo, shout out to Beware. I don't even know why I said that, but he did the intro music for our show, and just shout him out, man. Whatever he got going, just shout him out. All right, he putting out some bangers too, man. Follow him on Twitter, Beware Four. Is that it? Yup, B E W A R E. And the number? How many horsemen was it? Oh, woo! Fadeawayworld.com has an article written by. Alonzo Wayron. That's Alonzo, A-L-O-N-Z-O, and Wayron is W-A-R-O-N-D. This was written March 9th, 2018. So a little dated, a little dated, about a year, because we're not counting 2020. And it's titled Top 10 Best NBA Rookie Debuts in NBA History. And before we dive into this, I, I'm I'm joking about Beef Stew and Beyonce, Destiny's Child, but Shout out to Isaiah Stewart, Beef Stew, leading the rookies in rebounding. Seven and a half a game, and he coming off the pine. Let's go! We 0-4, but we got some moral victories. And watch it. Now it ain't going to be no rookie game. Now we got some rookies that will play in the rookie game, and they going to cancel it. That's how they do Detroit. Come on! Sorry about that. You know, I just break out in a Pistons commercial every nine in. I apologize. I apologize. So, back to Mr. Alonzo's article. He mentioned some good ones. And I, I didn't realize that Damian Lillard has only been in the NBA for eight seasons. He's so menacing. He's so dominating. And AC, I guess, a hey, time flies when you're having fun because he is killing the league. First game, 23 points, 11 assists. And check this out. He didn't miss. I gotta get that Kyle Singler drop. What it buckets? David Robinson, 23 points, 17 boards. 
bad mouth. He was cleaning the glass. He was disrespectful with it. He's probably just up on the backboard with his Windex and the old newspaper. He was like, I don't even need it. Give me the old newspaper. I got enough time to get all these rebounds. Give me all of that. That's crazy, cause you know how it's like me. First day at the new job, you like I'm gonna just I'm just trying to get through the eight hours. I don't want to cause too much of a disruption. But he's like, nah, I'm gonna get pass me a ball. Allen Iverson, thirty point six dimes. That's disrespectful. First game, not disrespectful to the other team, but your own team. He was drinking and putting his cold cup on a wood table with no coaster, just like f y'all. I'm shooting. I don't want to dip too much into the old school because, you know, it was just it was just lackluster talent, lackluster training. But Will Chamberlain, 43 points, 28 rebounds. Dang! Honorable mention. I don't, uh, you know, because this player is not really the greatest player, like, over the longevity when you look at the total body of his work. But Michael Carter Williams, his debut, 22 points, 12 assists, 7 boards, 9 steals. I mean, he was taking everything out. I need your pockets out your pockets. MC Dub is in the building. Holla if you hear me. Oh, holla! Before I get to these last two with hoops, I would say go back and watch Blake Griffin's debut with the Los Angeles Clippers. He had a lot of dunks. Or maybe it was just two really good ones. But he had a really good debut. I, I personally remember watching that one um, in my basement at the old crib. So the last two, number number two is the the young man from Akron needs no introduction, LeBron James. I, I, re- I recall watching this in my dorm room at Michigan State and he played exceptionally well, lived up to the hype. But what one thing, and you can go back on YouTube, I, I believe the game is uploaded on YouTube every now and then, or you can watch it on NBA TV. Check his demeanor. It's like, I'm supposed to be here. Like the Michael Carter Williams game, I watched that one. And he was smiling like, oh, this is working. Wow, I, I didn't I can't believe I'm getting all these still. LeBron was trying to win a championship on game one. Literally, like his demeanor was so serious. He was so locked in. He was so focused. It was worth the hype. And the decisions that he was making as an 18-year-old, you're just like, this should not be occurring. This should not be occurring. Him, Ricky Davis, um, who was the little short point guard? Oh, that was it. D. Wagner's, Adrunas Ilgaskis. But he was the leader. They were all looking to him to like, hey, what should we do next? Pass me the ball, LeBron. Let's look at the stat line. This is ridiculous. 25, 6, 9, and 4 steals. Come What, what Big Sean say? Everybody know I'm coming soon like LeBron's ring. And he was right. He was right. Shout out. Uh, oh, I already shout out LeBron. Big Sean. Shout out Big Sean. He got, look, man. He go from rapping to now he got him a corporate job with the Pistons, man. That's crazy. That's just dope. That's dope all around, man. I, I can't. If you hate on that, you hate on yourself, boy. What side? And number one, my most notable debut in the NBA. Dribble, Isaiah. Dribble, dribble that ball. 31 points and 11 dimes against Boston. The bullies of the East at the time. Yo, you knew he was going to be a problem. You knew. He gave him 31 and 11 on the intro, on the rollout. Love these old school mentalities, cause he was he was basically said, "Well, uh, don't be a menace to self." South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. What it message? That's what it, message. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. All these uh, young dudes. Out, low man. Low management was far from his mind. You got to see these highlights. Impressive. He did everything that night. What, what's the old school saying about it? Now he's doing everything. Is that a, is that him up there selling popcorn? 
This is Brian Shuck, a.k.a. Brother Brian, and you are listening to Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan. You can keep all your high-flying top rope stuff, give me an elbow drop from the middle turnbuckle all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Excellence of execution. Now we're talking about wrestling. Thank you for the wrestling fans who hung on through all the basketball talk. Sometimes we put wrestling at the beginning. Sometimes we took basketball at the beginning. I don't know. It's just how I'm feeling that day. Yo, I'm so glad it's Lil Wayne Day at the gym. I really am. I, I just got to say this one more bar. Call me Triple A. Get my advance in advance. Yo, <laughs> bars! Lil Wayne is not my favorite. I just appreciate his work. I just appreciate his work. Wrestling debuts are, they can be complicated because sometimes you have a vignette that has been shown for weeks and weeks and weeks and you know like Kama or the godfather i mean that guy was on a motorcycle forever i remember my cousin saying could somebody get him a map i mean <laughs> like clearly he doesn't know where the show is because they keep showing him on his motorcycle and now it's just annoying i'm not even i'm not even excited anymore to see what he can do in the ring pause or they, they they can just be a complete surprise, like John Moxley at AEW, right? We we thought it was coming, we didn't know if it was a work, we you know, but it was it was dope when it happened. It was just like, yo, that's Dean Ambrose, and why we keep calling him John Moxley? But uh, Jack Swagger, you know, he showed up on the first episode of AEW Dynamite. Notice I'm getting my AEW Dynamite stuff out because the AEW people they they worse than the Beehive. They'll come at you. As a child, or I guess I should say younger adult, two that stick out to me really are Paige. Paige and Carlito. Paige got the Divas title on her first match. Her first match. She got the, I mean, talk about putting a rocket on your back. It was, and it, it was dope. I, I loved how she got it because it was clear she was qualified for the role. Her, her work in ring was just unbelievable. And that's not a jab at the little tape that leaked. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, well. And then the other one was Carlito. Carlito got the USA title or the Intercontinental title off it off rip off rip and I think he beat John Cena hold up yeah I just had to stop yeah Carlito beat that's what I love about John Cena pause he never minds putting people over I remember he put over Kevin Owens back when Kevin Owens was still the NXT champion so shout out to John Cena and this is dope I'm watching the match now this is dope this one back when Cena was rapping he wore the Reebok the Omni Light pumps those were the pumps that D Brown wore in the dunk contest with the with the blank out, I can't see dunk. And and John Cena was so gangster. He used to he used to have the uh, the the chain around his neck. And if y'all don't know what that's for, that's for the homies on lockdown. I, I see homes do your time. Don't let the time do you. I don't know why that got me so hyped, but yeah, you know you got the chain around your neck like Tretch. I don't even know if we in the list or not. I'd be so <laughs> yo. I wanted to say this though before we got into notable wrestling debuts I, I i got so many side notes i was listening to a podcast the other day with chad fortune c-h-a-d and then fortune is f-o-r-t-u-n-e and you may not know who he is but chad is actually the wrestler who beat bill goldberg before he went on his streak so yeah that's just some wrestling junkie stuff right there so Goldberg, when he started to be undefeated, he really wasn't undefeated. He had lost in a dark match. Blah, blah, blah. He lost to Dak Prescott. He lost He lost in a dark match to Chad Fortune. And if you type in Chad Fortune, it, it's some wrestling junkie stuff. But, you know, it's just a little tidbit. So AEW is so new. I don't really want to, like, everybody on the show is really debuting on their main roster. They don't have, like, another brand or, you know, the power plant, like, back in the WCW days. But I will say, I think my most 
probably like shocking or most exciting AEW debut was Chris Jericho at the initial press conference because I didn't know that Jericho was aligned. I was expecting like Marty Scurll or you know Christopher Daniels. He'll do anything not to be in WWE. So I, that that was all like okay, but you know uh, Chris Jericho with it, and I'm all in all elite wrestling. <laughs> I don't know why I was just like wow, that's 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 a big name. That that's a big name. They had to secure that one. That that gave it some validity. I, and I know the AEW folks are going, but for me that that was like okay, okay. Y'all hear my daughter in the back. She just came in. So that means I really got to wrap this up. So Matthew Wilkinson. Matthew Wilkinson. Wilkinson. Yes, that's Wilkinson is W-I-L-K-I-N-S-O-N. He wrote an article for the Sportster.com. Sportster is S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-R. The Sportster.com. And it's called the 10 Greatest WWE Debuts. Right. He has on here, uh, his number 10 is AJ Styles. Now, I'm going to read him out of order like I did the basketball, but his number 10 is AJ Styles. And I remember this was like, what? And I remember there was a bunch of memes on Twitter that night or Instagram, whatever social media platform I was on. And they like Dixie Carter somewhere crying or something like that. It was pretty funny, but I remember watching AJ Styles on Impact and I was like, yo, this dude is dope. When he got to WWE, I didn't know how much gas he had left in the tank. And obviously he had plenty because he's had some stellar, stellar matches in WWE. But we still didn't get that prime AJ style. For the pop that night, it was dope. But I wish it would have been, just give me like four years earlier. Four years earlier. If you could have just gave me four years earlier, I would have been like, okay, I'm content. I'm happy. But, hey, he's still the best. I guess technically... I ain't getting in that argument, but he might be, you know, arguably still the best wrestler in the world right now. I like Kane. They have Kane listed here. Just the announcing was great. What, what, Jay? That's, that's gonna be Kane. I think we talked about that on this show before, but I liked it because the anticipation was there. You knew Kane was gonna make his debut, but you didn't know what he looked like. And they didn't, they didn't fumble the ball. He was a monster. He was scary looking. He looked like the Undertaker's brother. I loved it. I loved it. I loved this one. Um, it just the perfect, just the perfect anticipation was building up. They did it really, really good. The funeral home fire. The Big Show was great because the Big Show was a really big deal at the time, and he was a really big get for the WWE. If you remember, this was like around 97, 98. So the Monday Night Wars was still heated, still a legit thing. And so many wrestlers have been leaving the WWE. The, the swap was being the the swap the swap was being drained. And for the WWE to get the Big Show, that was excellent. That even though if you follow the rumors, you knew it was coming. But it was still just he came, he threw Stone Cold through the cage. They made him look impressive. I like that one, and it was a big win for the organization as far as the Monday Night Wars. Let's get serious on it. It was a big win for the organization as far as the Monday Night Wars. And at that point, the ratings started to shift. Uh, come on, Joe. What's up, jabronis? It's your boy, Lawson Robinson, at Smokey Robinson 8 on Twitter with two E's, and you're listening to the one and only Pro Wrestling Talk for Pistons fans. Do me a favor. Don't sleep on Ronda Rousey's debut. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, the rumors were there, but it was, again, it was one of those John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose things. Like, is it true? Is it not true? And I love how they held it to the very end of the show, because I, I thought Oscar was, had just won, and you know, that was just it. Like, okay, Oscar won the Women's Royal Rumble, 
But then Ronda came down. You didn't know what the music was, but you saw the Titan Tron, and it was like, yo, fresh off of getting knocked out. She is here. She is here. That was no shade, Ronda. I love you. Just just don't sleep on it. That, that's all I'm saying. Don't sleep on it. Outside of Medusa going to the WCW and throwing the WWF belt in the trash on WCW TV, that might be the second biggest woman's surprise or pop or whatever you want to say. Debut, like probably of all time. And, I, and you know what? I'll even throw Awesome Kong in there at AEW Double or Nothing, the first pay-per-view. That was dope because Brandy came out and said, yo, I need... This match is dope, but I need it to be awesome. I didn't even pick up on the play of words right there, but it was dope. Speaking of Medusa, did you know Medusa stood for like Made in the USA? Alright, I watch way too much wrestling. I am going to talk about Sting's debut in AEW last week, or uh, I guess it's about a month ago. It was dope. They got the best out of it that they could. I'm just so tired of Sting make, like, coming out to the ring and just standing there, just staring at people, just looking people down. I don't know where it's going, <laughs> but I need him to, like, at least throw something at somebody. Like, <laughs> I just, I, and I know, I don't want, like, I, I stated this on the last podcast. I'm not expecting a five-star frog, frog splash or moonsault or, you know, uh, anything crazy, but, man, some. I gotta touch on WCW just as a whole since we talk about Sting. I love how Raven was just sitting in the audience initially when he made his debut. That was dope to me. I, they need to bring that back. Just the people just sitting in the audience when they make their debut. I like that. I like that. I like it a lot. But I know, especially now we're in the COVID era, but I know people will probably be plucking their ears. You know, people crazy now. You can't you can't do that anymore. Oh, some more WCW ones. I just switched to my all-time favorite. Uh, Shout out Ray Rude appeared on both shows. He was on WCW and Monday Night Raw the same night. Gangsta, gangsta. Hulk Hogan had a parade. They was like, yo, we stole your number one prize possession. Let's throw a parade at MGM Studios. <laughs> that was just crazy. Yeah, that gangsta, gangsta. Now WCW, they're tearing some stuff up too. Don't forget the Yeti. And then they had my man uh poor Sting and the British Bulldog. The Shockmaster! Woo! Not only is that wrestle crap, that might just be one of the top 10 worst moments ever in television history. Alright, I got I'm almost at 20 minutes. I gotta wrap this up. Undertaker had an unbelievable debut. I just hated him being with Brother Love. I thought they should have just I don't know. I I understand he needed a manager, but we got the point. The character was so unique. It was so extraordinary. The manager couldn't even mess it up. So let me quit nitpicking. Shout out Eddie Kingston. This is in 2020. That was unbelievable. For the TNT title against Cody Rhodes, he came out there and cut a promo that I could feel deep down in my soul. Yo, Eddie Kingston, man. That that was unbelievable. And my number one favorite. I mean, that doesn't mean Eddie Kingston was number two. I was just shouting him out. But my number one favorite debut of all time, Chris Jericho. Raw is Jericho, Y2J, the countdown clock. It had to end when The Rock was in the ring, cutting his promo. Yo, it is just electric. This is wrestling personified. I'm about to watch it right now. All right, I had to edit that. It gets me so hyped. Pause, hella pause. But yo, good luck to all the NBA rookies this year. Y'all getting cashed out. Y'all getting paid to hoop. So enjoy it. Don't let these reporters and these talk shows get on y'all. If you're on that wrestling independent scene and you about to get that check from AEW and WWE and NXT, congratulations to you. Let the haters hate and RIP Brody Lee. Peace. I got bars.
I say the Pistons was going to win over 20 games on the last show? Can I take that back? <laughs> I said Jimmy Butler is going to be MVP. I'm going to switch. Pistons going to win 15 games. And Anthony Davis is going to be MVP. I needed a week. I needed a week to evaluate. <laughs> All right, peace.